0: ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC.
1: All right, it's Friday, October 29th. Your Drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. You can be a part of the program by calling us on the White Claw phone line at 877-420-TALK. That is 877-420-8255. White Claw hard seltzer. It is made pure. Text line's open as well, and I'm asking you to hit that up, especially today. 304-523-2275. You can send me a text again at 304-523-2275. I'm firing it up right now. I'm turning on the machine, warming it up. We're going to get your text in today because we got the word today. And really, Marshall's social media account's making it official with a video. And a simple tweet, let's have some fun. And then you saw all the schools in the Sunbelt Conference officially welcoming the Thundering Herd as national media outlets started breaking the news earlier this afternoon, earlier this morning, that the Thundering Herd would be the latest member to join the Sunbelt Conference. So don't know when we're going to get a press conference. That's still up in the air. That's not been... a officially announced yet as far as when that will be. If we get that during the show, I'll pass that along to you. But, of course, you got the Thundering Herd playing FIU this weekend. That's happening. A lot of things are going on. I'll just say this. There there won't be a press conference next Friday. Herd will be uh, on the road. So look for something maybe midweek, maybe early next week, or midweek. I don't see anything happening on, say, a Tuesday. But maybe a Monday, maybe midweek there. Again, until I get the official word on when something is gonna happen, you know, we'll we'll have to just wait and see. But it's happening. Marshall's joining the Sun Belt Conference. What do you think? Can you relax now? Can you is your mind at ease finally? Are you relaxed? Are you are you finally not I, I don't want to say worrying the the angst is gone, right, right? Okay, here we go. Text line, free at last. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that. Right off the bat, free at last, free at last. Marshall University Thundering Herd Athletics is finally free at last from Conference USA. Good riddance. Now, I'll say this. I really enjoy Western Kentucky, Middle Tennessee, I enjoy those schools. FIU, I have grown to really enjoy FIU. Uh, FAU, okay, yeah, can't win them all there. Yeah, Old Dominion's coming along, right? Southern Miss coming along, right? Yeah, enjoy those schools. You know, even though UAB's leaving, I'll miss UAB. I really enjoy that program. Some good folks there. Those Texas trips, I'm not gonna miss those. Not not the I mean, not that I have to go on those trips. Not that I get to go on those trips, but just the whole Texas thing. You know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna miss the multitudes of of talking about that. I mean the, the whole geography here works a lot better for me. I, I like it. I like where we're going as far as the rivalries, Coastal Carolina, that's gonna be great. Appalachian State. Georgia Southern, the new rivalries, right? It's, it's going to be cool. And of course, you have some old favorites like Old Dominion. I mean Marshall, Old Dominion in basketball. That's going to be fun. That's still going to be fun. Marshall Southern Miss. I like Marshall Southern Miss. I always have liked Marshall Southern Miss. So I'm glad Marshall's going to be in a league with Southern Miss. That's, that's cool. I like that a lot. If James Madison gets the go-ahead and things are progressing as we speak for James Madison... I mean that's going to be cool right there to have James Madison. I, I like a lot of this. I don't see anything on this that makes me say oh, you know I, I just don't I don't think that's going to be fun. It looks like it's going to be a real fun time for Marshall athletics, and I think you should be excited. If you're not excited, I, I don't know what to tell you here, but I think it's going to be better overall. It's going to be better exposure for the Thundering Herd. I think the matchups are going to be more. Intense. I think the fan bases are going to be more invested. I mean, tell me. Tell me this. How much fun would it be to go into a venue where the fans are really into it? And I think you're going to see that more in the Sun Belt. We're going to learn. We're going to learn a lot about the new schools in the Sun Belt and the old favorites as well. Um, Texter writes. Marshall made a great hire in President Smith yesterday and the right move to Sunbelt today. Very good couple of days for the Herd fan base and Marshall leadership. Excited to hear what the future will be for men's soccer. I think it's going to be Marshall in the Sunbelt for soccer. There's already soccer for women, so the women have a landing place. We We don't have to worry about that. That's good. I think we're going to see men's soccer and... With Conference USA effectively dead in the water for soccer, unless the the new teams that the league tries to bring up have soccer, I think that league is dead. And so I believe you're going to see associate membership status to West Virginia. It would make sense for the Mountaineers to join that league in soccer. I think you're going to see South Carolina and Kentucky go along with that as well. Because again, Conference USA is going to be dead in the water. So I think you're going to already have a good group with those as associate members South Carolina, Kentucky, West Virginia coming along. That, that'll be great. And then, of course, you got Marshall, you got Coastal Carolina. And you're, you're going to have some good teams. And I really believe that if FIU can't find a good landing spot, Maybe you'll get FIU as an associate member and soccer as well. If FIU's got to stay and hang on to the remnants of this thing, FIU would be better served maybe joining the Sun Belt as an associate member if the Sun Belt will offer an invitation. I think Sun Belt's going to be a really strong soccer league. Again, we're going to learn a lot more about these new teams and these new programs and these new fan bases and I tell you right now, just interacting with a little bit of them, a few of them, I like it. I like these fans. I like these fans a lot. It feels like you have a group of fans that are happy to be in a conference with the other groups. There's no, oh, we got to get out of this thing. None of that's happening. There's none of that Oh, this is terrible. We got to find a way out of this thing. It's like, no, we're having we're having a good time here. We like it. We like what we got going on. And I haven't seen much of any sort of, oh, why are you bringing those schools in? It's like, oh, bring it on. Let's go. This that's a good pick. Make the Sun Belt better. It seems like it's a fun. I mean, it's the fun belt for a reason. It seems like it's a fun conference. All right, a little bit later on the program, here's what we're going to do. I got Dan D'Antoni. had a chance to catch up with him yesterday, and we're going to hear that. I've got Matt Perry coming up. Martinsburg is taking on Spring Valley, and so we're going to talk to him. I got Tim Stevens coming up. He's going to get us caught up on what's happening as far as area high school football is concerned. Um, I'm going to try to make time for Spencer Dupuy. He's made the trip all the way down from Martinsburg. Former intern on this program, and he is now working in the panhandle, calling Martinsburg games. And so we're going to try to get him on the program. If I can't get him on, though, blame Brad Smith because of all of this coming out today. If I can't get him on, yeah, we're going to talk about this with you as well. Don't think that you can't talk about this today. The text line is open, and you can do so by texting us at 304-523-2275, 304 523 2275. So the text line is open for you. You can use that all throughout the show. I mean, we do have a pretty big high school matchup coming up tonight between Martinsburg and Spring Valley. We're going to talk about that with play-by-play announcer Matt Perry when we continue with today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.
0: This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, the local bank that's here for every step of your life's journey. Member FDIC.
1: Welcome back to the Friday, October 29th edition, The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Okay, we got Martinsburg-Spring Valley tonight. Big game in the state of West Virginia. As always, we bring in to the program the voice of the Spring Valley Timberwolves, Matt Perry. We're also going to bring into the program my protege, as he has been described by the voice of the Spring Valley Timberwolves, Spencer Dupuis, my protege. So, gentlemen, I've conference called you in here because you guys are both calling the game tonight.
2: Now, if I don't get a chance, I do want to say thank you to Spencer for having me on his show yesterday uh, before he made the trip down. had a really nice conversation with uh, Spencer about this matchup over on his station, and I uh, just wanted to say publicly to thank him for that.
1: Yeah, it's um, it's a big matchup tonight between Martinsburg and Spring Valley. Martinsburg making the, uh, the trip down to, well, let's just say um, they're used to making the trips. I expect a great crowd tonight. Spring Valley, the last team to beat Martinsburg in Martinsburg last season. Let's talk about that first. Uh, biggest win in Spring Valley history to this point. Yeah, and here we are. If Spring Valley wins this again, that's going to make a statement for sure, and it's really going to solidify Spring Valley's playoff hopes.
2: Yeah, it's going to, it's going to be a huge statement win. Um, as I've talked about on Spencer's show actually yesterday, he asked me what Spring Valley had to do to, pull, to, to win this ball game. Now, Spring Valley does have home field advantage, which is big. Uh, you know, Spring Valley plays very well at home but they have to limit their turnovers. In the two losses that Spring Valley has had this year to Huntington High and Cabell Midland, they have a negative six turnover differential. It has been the difference between a perfect season and the 6-2 and record that Spring Valley has
1: right now. This team has lost to Cabell Midland and to Huntington High, two of the best teams in the state of West Virginia. Other than that, Spring Valley is taking care of its business. How does Martinsburg compare to Cabell Midland and Huntington in in your eye?
2: In my eye, again, I am one of those guys that likes to see it in person. I've watched game film all week. I've been checking out Martinsburg on YouTube. But TV doesn't do it justice. They look extremely fast. They have a great offense. They have a stout defense. It's going to be strength against strength because Spring Valley's offense and defense are both stout. Spring Valley held number one in the state at the time, Huntington, to nine points. So I think, I think. Spring Valley is going to be Martinsburg's biggest challenge on the defensive side of the ball that they have seen.
1: Matt Perry is my guest. Spring Valley, Martinsburg, that's coming up tonight here on one of our many Kendrick Communication Facebook pages. Of course, you can uh, watch that as well uh, on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930's Facebook page. We've got the link for you there, so you can keep an eye on it there. You can listen to it on 92.7, 98.5, The Planet. Uh, What's going to have to happen tonight for Spring Valley to pull out a win?
2: Win the turnover battle. Uh, I know I sound like a broken record, but it's huge for Spring Valley. They need to win the turnover battle, and they need to keep quarterback Dalton Fouch upright. In the two losses, Fouch has been under pressure by Campbell Midland and Huntington High. If they keep Fouch upright, they uh, more than have a chance. But uh, if if the Martinsburg defense can get in Fouch's face constantly, it's going to be a long night for the Wolves.
1: You excited? This is huge. Uh, This is a – this is a big game atmosphere, I'm sure, tonight coming into uh, Spring Valley. I mean, last year, you know, it was a crazy season. This year, more people can show up and, and see this game. You know, how, how, how excited are just you from the fact? I mean, we talk about Martinsburg all the time as, yeah, you know, that's the team always to beat. You point at Martinsburg. Yep. That's the team always. Number one in the state. You know, how important will that Spring Valley crowd be tonight for this Timberwolves team?
2: So to answer both parts of those questions, first off, you know that I'm a huge broadcasting nerd. You know, I'm a teacher uh, full-time, but this is my part-time job, and I absolutely, I get up for every game. I just love doing it, Mike, myself, and uh, we just have so much fun being a part of it. Uh, And I'm thankful to Kindred Communications for that opportunity. It is, um, I actually have butterflies for one of the few times, because I've done more media for this game than I've ever done, you know, uh, requests to talk about the Bulls, um, people reaching out to me on social media. And so just for a personal standpoint, I, I th- it's, it's going to be one of the biggest games I've ever called. I've called three semifinals games, and uh, the anticipation for even those didn't live up to this. Um, Spring Valley's crowd is going to be a huge factor if they're loud and rowdy, which I think they will be, because home field advantage matters in high school. A lot of people overlook that. The home field advantage will will be a big deal tonight if the fans come in and are ready to rock and roll.
1: Matt Perry joins me. We'll have the call of Spring Valley and Martinsburg. For the home fans, of course, 92.7 and 98.5 The Planet. Uh, we'll talk to you next week and, of course, uh, we're getting closer and closer to the playoffs, so um, Spring Valley needing this one and uh, hopefully to win out to assure home field advantage. You get this one tonight, you got home field. That's pretty much uh, what the points look like.
2: You know what? And this was a lot. Of, this is something that I posted on my Facebook that uh, a lot of Spring Valley fans might not be aware of. If the Timberwolves win tonight, they're guaranteed home field for a couple of rounds. If they fall tonight, you're looking at an eight, nine seed, and who do you play week two? You travel to Martinsburg. But
1: Good luck that's tonight.
2: How yeah. Yeah, that's how, that's how important this game is.
1: Good luck tonight. Good luck.
2: <laughs> and I appreciate you. And, again, I don't know if it went out over the air. I want to publicly thank Spencer for having me on his show uh, yesterday. And uh, it's going to be fun tonight. Well,
1: we're going to hear from him in a minute. So, uh, Matt, we appreciate you checking in with us. And, of course, um Man, good help is hard to find. Spencer Dupuis now joins me on the program. Let's talk about your experience with uh, Martinsburg. This is your first season with them. Uh, So far, everything as advertised from what you thought they were?
3: Definitely as advertised. And, you know, one thing I would say is I didn't really know too much how a two quarterback system would work in high school going into this season, you know, being new to the area and everything. But, the two quarterback system of Murphy Clement and Ezra Bajan is just unbelievable with the amount they can do with it. And, you know, you think one guy's more of a runner, but he can also pass the ball.
1: You've seen Spring Valley before. You know the Timberwolves. You know your own team now. Martinsburg's just rolled over every single team it's encountered. Uh, what do you see happening tonight? You see Spring Valley being one of the more challenging opponents for Martinsburg. You know, where were you stack them? I
3: mean Martinsburg's been really tested this year. They put together a great schedule play two teams out of Virginia, uh one a reigning 5A state champion. They beat them. They uh, actually took them. I think it was the last it was the last drive of the game. They were able to uh Put, they were able to get the victory, and then they went to Salem, Virginia, another legendary school in Virginia. Able to, they Both teams played together for about a half, and then Martinsburg pulled away in the second half. That was week one of the season. And on October 9th, they went up to Ohio to take on uh, Riverside of Ohio. That team coming in, we didn't know much about them, but uh, it came out to be a really good game, and Came down to the final drive where uh, Rafael Lolo taylor Parati he was able to get a game stealing interception for Martinsburg. They were able to get the victory, and here they are at 9-0 trying to face uh, one of the best teams, one of the other best teams in the state. And guess who I'm looking at, Paul? I'm looking at Billy Cornwell.
1: Okay, you could have went all day without that.
3: <laughs> I don't know. He just walked up right next to me. You so. could have
1: went all day without that. You, 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 could, you, you really could have went all day without that. He said he's working
3: as my security out here.
1: <laughs> You're gonna need it tonight, right? From 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 Bill Cornwell. You're gonna need security from Bill Cornwell by Bill Cornwell. You did tell me I might need security. I think. Um. Yeah. Because, um, I mean, let's let's just be honest here. Um, it gets rowdy in that press box. You're gonna have Tim Stevens up there with you as well. So you got to keep. An oh eye yeah, on, I've know. already I've already chatted with Tim. You know, well, there, he's and positioned he's positioned right next to us. He's graciously pushed back his time a few minutes so I can accommodate you.
3: Wow, what a nice guy. I had a great conversation with him, caught up with him a little bit. But back to this game tonight, I think it's going to be a great contest overall. I think, you know, the having a grass field, Martinsburg plays almost all on turf, except for a couple of schools, Musselman and Hedgesville. They currently have grass there to get turf next season. And the uh, Musselman game, when they played, it was uh, it had rained the day before, but nothing like this. This field is definitely a muddy mess in the, between the ashes.
1: Have fun tonight um you and um you and Matt have fun calling the game. We'll um we'll see you soon and and uh, I I know this um a lot of people are going to be listening tonight uh wherever they're at. So uh this is really a big one and uh, hey, you know what? Congratulations. Uh you you have um you have taken that next step into uh into a hopefully a long career in the panhandle passionate fan base, great school to follow. Uh, So congratulations on that, and um, good talking to you again, brother. We'll do it again soon. Yeah, thanks for
3: having me on, Paul.
1: All right, that's Spencer Dupuy. I'm going to take our break, get back to Tim Stevens. I put Tim Tim Stevens on hold. What the heck am I doing? We'll talk to him when we continue. Today's edition of The Drive on ESPN, 94.1 AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul
0: Swan on ESPN, 94.1 FM and AM 930 presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank.
1: It's been an interesting show so far. I think we're going to get things back on track. Big news today. Marshall will be joining the Sun Belt Conference. Uh, an official press conference has not been yet set, but Marshall University making the announcement on social media as all announcements are made these days, except if you are Tim Stevens, who he doesn't use that social media stuff much, and he's better for it. He joins us now on the program from the Herald-Dispatch. For some reason, everybody I'm talking to today is at the Spring Valley-Martinsburg game, Tim, and you're there as well. Um, the only difference is you're the adult in charge of that media corps. <laughs>
4: Man, are we in big trouble then. I tell you what, you know, 40 years of this, I guess, it's just by default I'm I'm the adults, but... Of the press box
1: tonight, so you know it's either me or Mike Welder. So what are you going to do? You know, <laughs> um, I choose you. I just, let's go. Let's just be honest. I choose you uh, tonight uh, to be the adult there among that motley crew. Uh, yeah, you're yeah. there covering uh, this game. It's a big game tonight between these two programs. I, I think um, I think we all understand the importance here. Martinsburg's best team in the state of West Virginia, perennial power, perennial champion, Spring Valley. Uh, Always a contender, but this is sort of a desperation situation because if Spring Valley can get this game tonight, better playoff position. If Spring Valley doesn't get this game tonight, uh, more than likely might have to make a road trip up to Martinsburg in a couple weeks.
4: That could very well happen. There's so many funky things that can happen here, you know, involved. South Charleston beach hurricane. This happens. If hurricane winds. If Spring Valley knocks off Martinsburg, then and it rains in Topeka on Thursday. You know, all those kind of kind of crazy scenarios here. You, Spring Valley could could conceivably beat Martinsburg and then wound up playing them in the second round, you know, or or they could could lose to Martinsburg and and avoid them until the state finals. If if certain things break the right way, it's a really weird situation. Uh, You know, Greenbrier East is in the mix, and there's a possibility that Spring Valley could get Huntington in the second round. It's it's, uh, a really, really oddball situation the way it all goes, but it's going to be fun either way.
1: This isn't the only thing happening, though. Sure, our focus might be a little narrow tonight, Martinsburg, Spring Valley, but there's a lot of football action across the tri-state happening. Playoffs are beginning, positioning beginning for a couple of teams trying to find that that last spot in the playoffs. And of course, you see know, Ohio football a lot. You know what's going on.
4: Oh, a lot of a lot of really good games over there tonight. Even though it's it's the first round, uh, you know, Gallia Academy is at Heath. Tonight they're playing on a Friday, being a, being in Division Four. Um, Heath is the favorite in that game, but Gallia has played pretty well now that they've kind of gotten back in the groove after missing so many weeks because of COVID. Uh, then tomorrow, Saturday, we have a lot of the Division uh, Five and Six games, and, and you have Wellston at Ironton, which uh, you know those two have met in the playoffs before. Uh, Buckeye Trail at Fairland, Portsmouth West at Willersburg, Colgrove at Barnesville, uh, Kip Columbus at Sims Valley. If if that uh, if the big city team can find willowwood that could be a pretty good ball game so we'll we'll find out if their bus bus can weave its way through the lawrence county countryside to that game that ought, that ought to, ought to be a lot of fun but. There's some good matchups there. Uh, you look at Buckeye Trail and Fairland. Buckeye Trail's a 15th seed, and Fairland's a two. So you think, oh, Fairland ought to blow them out. And, and yeah, Fairland ought to win the game, but Buckeye Trail is a, is a darn good football team. You know, just, despite being a 15th seed, they're better than, than um, a lot of teams that probably are, are seated ahead of them because they've, they've played a really tough schedule. Um, just the you know, Portsmouth West and Wheelersburg, you know, they met last week. Wheelersburg won 38-0. It uh, seems like they meet in the playoffs every season. Uh so does Portsmouth West come out thinking, "Oh, we're already beat," or does Willersburg come out thinking, "Oh, we've already beaten these guys?" So, yeah, there are interesting factors in in all of those. It's it's going to be a fun uh, a fun weekend of football.
1: Tim Stevens joining me, of course. He's in high school football mode tonight. He's got Martinsburg Spring Valley. You can read about that more in the Herald Dispatch tonight. Of course, we've got the game for you on our sister station, ninety two seven and ninety eight five, The Planet. Tim, well, I got you here. Um. You knew I'd have to ask because you have covered Marshall athletics in some form for a, a multitude of years. You've been around for uh, for how many conference changes now? You what started in the Southern Mid-American Conference, Conference USA, now the Sun Belt. Just what's your thoughts on all of this? And has Marshall finally put itself back in a conference that makes sense for the Thundering Herd?
4: It has, and I love it. Yeah, I absolutely love it. You know, as uh, you know, Conference USA was seems like a good idea at the time, kind of move, and it, you know, really didn't didn't work out really well. And it was okay, but you, know, you look at the Sun Conference now. You you renew the rivalry with Appalachian State, Georgia Southern, and those are great rivalries in the old Southern Conference days. Uh, and you look at the other teams there, Coastal Carolina. You, you know, West Virginians love to go to the beach, so. You know, that's, that's right there at the beach. There's so many really good, good fun teams that they're going to get to play and easier road trips, you know. Yeah, there's still a couple of long ones if you're playing Arkansas State or, you know, Texas State, sure. But you're not going to, to UTEP and San Antonio and, and places like that all the Houston, you know, that's a, that's a long haul, especially if you're the volleyball team or something. So, so I really, I really, really like this move. And it's going to benefit more than just football. I think it'll be a strong basketball league and a, a, a really strong baseball league. You know, there's some, I mean, Coastal Carolina won a national championship in baseball not too long ago, you know, and uh, and so now Marshall uh, wins a national championship in soccer and changes leagues. So uh, I don't know if you win a national championship, you get an automatic bid to the Sun Belt, I guess, but it's it's kind of kind of fun. I, I really, really like this move for Marshall. The uh, fans are going to enjoy these, these road trips and seeing those teams come in here and play.
1: I'm glad you mentioned Coastal Carolina because I completely forgot about. I'll admit it. I completely forgot about Coastal Carolina and baseball until I saw it later, and that's a really good point. That that helps strengthen baseball. So Marshall baseball is not going to be damaged by this move. This could be at best. Uh, I don't want to say lateral. It's for baseball because you're going from one strong baseball league to another potentially or strong baseball league, but. It really seems like it makes sense, and hopefully, new baseball park if it ever does happen here in the next few years. Uh, that's just really going to be a, a nice addition to the league. So, you and I, we're separated by a few years, Tim. You're um, you're, you're, you're you're a much younger gentleman, you know. At, yes, at, yes, at, at twenty nine, like... you're yeah you you're twenty nine. You've covered the herd for like forty or fifty years, but you're twenty nine. That's
4: that's right. I got to hang with you more often. Yeah, I'll you should. You. you
1: really should. Uh, I'm better for you than you. yeah. A... <laughs> that's right. With um, with you and me being more in tune with the Southern Conference rivals, what do you see the fan base? Yeah, you know, there are some that maybe. Still, are fond for the Mac. I don't know those people. I don't know. I don't hang out with those people. But and I, I don't care. I don't know too many that are fondly in love with most of the Conference USA rivalries. I mean, there are some good institutions here, um, outside of Western Kentucky and Middle. You know, what's left in the uh, Conference USA ranks? You know, what really excites you? And you know, FIU is a fun destination, but I, I don't know if the Marshall FIU rivalry really became anything. How much of an adjustment period do you think it's going to be with some of the different fan bases? Because Marshall's had different groupings of teams, as many schools have over the years. But it feels like the Southern Conference vibe, that feel, is what's right for Marshall.
4: That's exactly right. And that was the place that most Marshall fans were most of You know, the old. The old Appalachian State, Furman, Georgia Southern, you know, VMI, East Tennessee, Chattanooga—all those—all those, all those days—they they, they love those trips. Marshall traveled really well to those places, and and most of these places are are about the same you know the same distance away. The Marshall Appy rivalry will heat up immediately. I mean, that's you know that's no doubt about that. They have played the last uh, two seasons, and it's been really good for both programs so uh, automatically that's probably going to be the best football rivalry in the league uh, a really 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 good one uh, the georgia southern one that will rekindle as well but you know, you look at, at some of these other programs georgia state's growing you know that's a that's a school that that beat tennessee and, and almost knocked off auburn you know there's uh, you know the recruiting ground there in the south is, is very very fruitful uh so those teams that are in this league are going to do well uh you're going to see quality competition you know coastal's ranked yeah, it's a uh it's a, a just a terrific league. I think fans are going to take to it in a very slant, similar fashion that they did the Southern Conference. Uh, and the thing about it is, when you went to the Southern uh, Southern Conference schools, everybody was so welcoming. You know, it, it truly was hospitality. I remember going down to Georgia Southern, and Erk Russell was their football coach. He invited all of us, uh, you know, media members, to come over on his front porch and eat with him. You know, it, it's stuff like that that you get. Just a certain attitude out of teams like this that you you maybe don't get at some of the more northern schools of the MAC or. That you you know, Conference USA was so spread out you really didn't didn't get a whole lot of that in that league either. But uh there's uh you know, such a yeah, there's a there are rivalries and everybody wants to win, but there's a little bit more of a warmth to uh to a league like the Sunbelt. <laughs> Pardon the fun warmth from Sun Sunbelt, but you know. Yeah, there's a there's a little bit of more of a warmth and a familiarity uh, among people here. I, it's, it's just a great fit for Marshall. Even if it's the most northern team in the in the league for the most part, it's it's still going to go very well. And then you add in Old Dominion and James Madison that aren't very far away either. And yeah, you know, it's a it's a great fit. I don't see really any negatives to this. At least nothing major.
1: All right, last question before I let you go because you've got work to do. Yesterday, when Board of Governors' meeting was taking place, and your publication, the Herald-Dispatch, releasing the story that it was going to be imminent, uh, which, by the way, here it is, it's uh, it's out, Um, Mm -hmm. how nervous were you as Marshall had to basically go through the... I, I guess the protocol, whatever we want to call it, the formality here of no, we haven't made a decision to today. Uh, it's uh, time to have fun as the uh, social media uh, announcement was made. So yeah, how, how nervous were you or were you like, OK, I've seen this before?
4: Nah, yeah, not not at all. Not at all. I was quite confident, you know, and I know Grant's Sources for that story, Grant Trailer sources for that story were, were rock solid, and that was good reporting on his yeah, uh, you know, He did a, did a fine job, and you know it's like the, you know, the biggest secret in town that wasn't a secret. You know, everybody knew this was coming. Uh, I mean, sure, there's a one in a million chance that it hits a snag and something goofy happens, but but I was I was very confident that Marshall would make this move to the Sun Belt. Uh, I mean, if they didn't, the fan base would have been. Oh gosh, I can't. I don't even want to think about the ruckus that would have been caused if they didn't make this move and they stayed in such a watered-down conference USA and uh, making trips to New Mexico State and Tarleton State and places like that. So, no, so no, now I was, I was supremely confident that this would happen, and I'm glad that it did.
1: Bring it on. I'm, uh, I'm all for Old Dominion, App State, Coastal Carolina, Georgia State, Georgia Southern. South Alabama, Troy, I'm, I'm all for it. Southern Miss, uh, Arkansas State, I'm all for that as well. Uh, Old Dominion and James Madison will be fun as well. And, of course, I'm looking forward to seeing um, seeing your coverage because somebody's got to go on the road, right? Yeah, Somebody's got to go. It might as well be Tim Stevens. Uh, that
4: might as well be me. I'd, I'd much rather go to Savannah than Kalamazoo or someplace like that. So, uh, or yeah, Buffalo. yeah, or Buffalo, and yeah, Buffalo is is nice city with nice people. But in November or December, it's 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 not Savannah. No,
1: and you know what? Bring on those raging Cajuns.
4: There you go. Let's let's have them. That, that'll be fun. You know, hey, this. There's some good eating in Louisiana. We're going to have to take an extra day on that road trip. That would be a good one.
1: <laughs> okay, you know I don't get to travel. You know who my boss is.
4: Uh, We've got to fix that. We'll smuggle you in. Okay, you
1: work know? on that, would <laughs> you? Yeah, peer pressure him. That's impossible to do, but peer pressure him, and uh, we'll, <laughs> we'll go from there. Tim, I appreciate it, buddy. Have fun tonight.
4: I'll do it. Thank you, Paul. Appreciate you.
1: Tim Stevens, we're, gonna, we're bumping Dan D'Antoni. It's Tim Stevens. Of course, we're bumping Dan Dantoni for Tim Stevens. We'll wrap it up when we continue today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.
0: This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM at AM 930. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, the local bank that's here for every step of your life's journey. Member FDIC.
1: Pete Thamel is reporting that the MAC is exploring potential expansion. He said that school officials are expected to discuss expansion in the upcoming days. Among those targeted: Middle Tennessee and Western Kentucky. Nothing's imminent, though. He's reporting. I'll tell you what. How would you think the MAC would fare with a program like Western Kentucky? or with Middle Tennessee, or both of them in the league, the travel would be... I mean, for Western Kentucky, travel's not going to be terrible. I would be interested to watch Western Kentucky and Ohio. That'd be an all right matchup. I like the Bobcats. I know that's heresy for a Marshall guy to say that, but I got Bobcat friends, and they're really good people. And I, I like the Ohio Bobcats. They're, they're all right by me. With that said, hey, thanks for joining us. It's been kind of a helter-skelter around here today. A little shorthanded, but we got through it. Thanks for tuning in. I'm going to be back tomorrow with you, 1230. You can tune in on 93.7 The Dog and right here on ESPN 94.1 at AM 930. We're going to be on the stage over on Thunder Street. We're going to get you set for Marshall and FIU. Probably going to be talking more about conference expansion than anything. So I hope to see you tomorrow here on ESPN 94.1 at AM 930.
0: WRBC Huntington, W231VS Huntington, broadcasting from the Oscars Breakfast Burgers and Brew Studios. This is ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.